It's time for eShorts, the entrepreneurial and executive podcast series with Melody Span Cooper. Hello, everyone. My name is Chandra Simmons, and I am Midway Broadcasting Corporation's Director of Strategic Corporate Partnerships. And I'm so excited to be here with our chairwoman and CEO, Ms. Melody Span Cooper, um, to really introduce her and interview her about her new podcast that she's been really eager and dying to sit the time apart to focus on and really talk to everyone about what it means to be an entrepreneur in today's world. Um, so without further ado, I just want to give it over to Miss Melody Span Cooper and allow her to talk about the introduction of her new um, podcast. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much, Chandra, for doing this. I am so excited to have young entrepreneurs like yourself a part of this journey with me. I really put this book together, The Girlfriend's Guide to Closing the Deal for young people like you, like Sydney here who's recording us. And uh, I've been trying to do this podcast since May and I just jumped up today and said we are going to get this done because that's what entrepreneurs do right mm-hmm. and so my first uh, podcast is on uh, something that's extremely important to me it's understanding your role in a business and it's uh, called the visionary versus the paradigm builder mm. do you wonder what that is yes I definitely <laughs> and I know it's something that you you mention and talk about around the office even yeah. in coming onto your team right. and you really um, being excited about the fact that I was an entrepreneur coming out of corporate America. Yes. And I have to say that it's such a blessing to work under a leader like you um, to know that you want your team to have that entrepreneur spirit and you want us to be visionary and you want us to be bar- uh, paradigm builders. So yes, if you could just tell everyone what you mean by those two concepts of visionary and paradigm. So I actually learned uh, this uh, from a good friend of mine, Lewis Carr, who is a uh, big... Uh, uh, executive at BET and he was on a panel once and I, I, I listened to him talk about his role versus his then boss uh, Bob Johnson. Mm-hmm. Bob Johnson was the visionary behind BET. Lewis was head of sales and in your role as head of uh, corporate uh, partnerships for our company mm-hmm. you are a, a paradigm builder right mm-hmm. and so uh, a visionary is a person who who thinks a big vision about the company. What are we doing next? Uh, you know, what is the next ideal and opportunity that I can bring to the company that will, number one, enhance the opportunity or the experience that young paradigm builders are having at my company and that will be revenue generating because that's what we're in business for is to make money, right? Mm-hmm. So I come up with those ideas and then you embrace them and get excited about them and then you go and you take them to the world. And you make them happen. So that's the difference between the two. And what often happens in business, though, is when you don't have the right paradigm builders around you, you will become your own employee. Mm. Uh, You work hard and not smart. But more than that, you will stagnate your business. What I know for sure is when you are hiring paradigm builders, you need to determine if they are thinkers or doers. That is so important Mm -hmm. in your business and understanding, you know, who you have as uh, you're part of your team. Uh, You you need both, but you want to have more thinkers. You want to hire more thinkers on your team. If you have a team full of doers, you will begin an exhaustive exercise of micromanaging. Hmm. And if you have to micromanage everything that a person does or the majority of your staff, your business will become stagnant. Hmm. 
And not only that, it will cloud your vision because you are the visionary, right? And so critical thinkers are so vastly important to any business. You need doers, you know, that can get things done. Mm -hmm. But great thinkers are doers too. Oftentimes, doers are not great thinkers. Mm. So that's the difference. Yeah, that's powerful. That's so powerful. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, that's amazing. Because, I mean, thinking about growing up and and being a girl, I I have the joke that, you know, I have naturally curly hair. Yes. And I've heard someone say that, you know, Chandra, your hair is a perfect representation of your brain. Like it's it's sometimes all what over does the that place, mean, right? but it's all over the place, and not in a negative way, right. um, but just in the sense that you know we have the gift to think of an idea a mile a minute, yes, right. And and to your point, it's extremely important to have that balance on your team, yeah. of people that are are definitely the thinkers and the visionaries, but then those that that are going to do. But to have you know only one type, I mean, we think about diversity, yes, right, and including everyone. That's yes. so important. I was. On at a discussion at um, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and so they were talking about you know wanting to attract more creatives and getting more people that are yeah visionary, and so some of the people on this panel were against it um, and saying oh it's hard to include creative people. It's like but. I mean, how can we di- not include them right. for for their genius that they have? Yes. Um, and so, again, I applaud and am definitely grateful for your mindset as yeah. a leader that you want to include people who think outside of the box. Yes. You know, and speaking of Lewis Carr, one thing he said, if you're not if you're not thinking or learning new things, you're stagnant. That's right. Right. Um, and so we have to be be able to be flexible because that is when we really test our agility. In Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, when we have businesses, what ends up happening um, is you can very easily become your own employee. Mm-hmm. And, and that is the worst thing that could happen to a business because it's not allowing you to stretch your imagination to something bigger and greater. You know, you talked about uh, creativity and and visions, and we talked about the visionary. Think about it even in terms of when you are doing uh, your your other business. Mm -hmm. The Lifestyle Network. The Lifestyle Network. Mm -hmm. You are steady creating. What can I do to engage women and bring them part of the spirituality trail that I want to be on? Mm -hmm. And if you're you're steady working in that and stuffing envelopes or Mm -hmm. trying to you know, send out correspondence via email and you never get to sit back and imagine. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. imagine something big for your lifestyle network. Yeah. That would, so, so that is what that is about. If, if we can leave one thing with two, if I can leave one or two things with, with people today is, you know, go down your list of employees and figure out, you know, grade them, grade them on a scale of one to 10. First of all, you don't want anybody in your company that ranks below a seven. Nobody. Mm-hmm. But then I want you to determine how many people are at the nine and ten spaces versus the seven and the seven and a half. Sure. Some eights are great. You know, and be honest with yourself about that. All of them are great. I mean, all all employees, uh, I would hope, uh, have value, right? But that is how I would think that you would grade them. And you will find out who your critical thinkers are and who your doers are. And then try to figure out how much of my staff is made up. What's my composition? Mm -hmm. What is the percentage of critical thinkers that Mm -hmm. I have Mm -hmm. versus people who are just doers? Yeah. And uh, and there you will be able to determine 
really your success module for your business. Sure. Um, yeah. And that, that, that becomes something for the visionary and the person in charge to think about and work on mm-hmm. for better outcomes. Sure. And it thinking, hearing you say that makes me think about relying more of our, relying more on our strengths. Yes. That's um, it. I think that we, especially my generation and it's just people in general, we really focus more on our weaknesses and all that does is amplify them. Yes. And so if we kind of switch that mindset, yes. say, you know what? You're a really good thinker. Yes. You're really good um, at analyzing, right. maybe sometimes overanalyzing this part of my business. Yes. That's their strength. Yes. Instead of reprimanding that person and saying, you know what, go do something else. We, you know, devalue their yeah. their talent and their strength. So I think that it is important to you know, really hone in what you're good at and, and dig and do that research to dig into where your strengths are. You know, that's interesting you're talking about that because in my book, The Girlfriend's Guide to Closing the Deal, mm-hmm. I talk about people concentrating on what they're great at. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to do so many different things. I want to sing. And if you listen to my voice, you could think I could sing. I cannot. <laughs> and I don't care what I, I probably can go take lessons. Right. But I really need to stop trying to sing for people. Right. Because I don't do that. Great. Right. I can speak great, maybe and talk great. I need to just concentrate on the things you're great at. Right. I think God gives us my um, my executive coach says God gives people gifts and talents. Mm. A gift is something you do do so naturally. There's no practice in the gift. Mm -hmm. The talent. Is something that you work on. Mm -hmm. You can be really great at it, but you'll work on it, right? So understanding those two things um, and really concentrating and putting your best foot forward in any business, on on any job, and really asking people to concentrate on those things and allowing you to concentrate, as you said, on those things that you can do great. Absolutely. You can find value in everybody that way, right? Absolutely. And it makes me think about my company, The Light Style Network, yes. which it, it represents finding the light in you. Yes. And it is a playoff, a lifestyle, because seeking that light within us that God gives us, you know, it requires some work. It requires some soul searching. It requires us being intentional and purposeful about the things that we're doing. Right? Yes. Um, and I think that goes back to strengths. I um, love that. Back to strengths and back to personal development yes. and, and passion and purpose. I love that. Um, yeah. And you know what? So you just led me into our next podcast because we're going to wind this one down. Mm-hmm. But we're going to create something that will allow you to talk about more about how you started your business. Okay. And how, which, which is important, more and more people are having dual um, careers. Yeah. And, you know, you are as passionate about the life Light. The light. light. The light, light. Uh, network. Uh-huh. Right? Light style. Light style mm-hmm. network as you are about your new position at Midway Broadcasting. Absolutely. I hope you're even more excited about the light style network, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have you talk more about that. I love thank that. Thank you so much for sitting in and, and facilitating this yeah, no, on my you. inaugural podcast. Yeah. I want to tell people the Girlfriend's Guide to Closing the Deal is out and you can get it at MelodySpanCooper.com. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever books are sold. I am going to be um, all over Chicago with this book and I've got a 10-city tour coming because I don't want this to just be a book 
uh, that just is there for you to read. I want to start a movement, a movement of women who uh, who can find their voice and find equity at the table of opportunity. So thank you so much. It's our first one. Yay! Yay we did. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>